I woke, feeling as if I'd been beaten and left to die. Bright light streamed through the cracks in Keith's new shutters and painted long, narrow slits across the floor. One sliced directly across my eyes, intensifying the dull, throbbing ache above my temples. I rolled back into the soothing darkness and waited for the riot inside my skull to settle down. It took a while. Denise hadn't slipped away this time. She lay curled up beside me, huddled down in the sleeping bag, blonde hair strewn across her face. Sleep had softened her features, erasing the hard lines that always seemed present when she was up and alert. Maybe the impression came from the missing ponytail. I'd only seen her without it a couple of times and often wondered how anyone could pull their hair so tight and not spend the day with a pounding headache. Her presence stirred mixed feelings, none of which fell on the right side of the emotional graph normally reserved for relationships. She was twenty-five, if I remembered right. I was forty-two. She was pretty and smart. Men my age had chased women her age since the beginning of time. If history carried the example of how I should conduct myself, then I should have nothing but smiles on my face, should have been outside preening myself like the new rooster on the block and announcing my conquest to the world by the strut in my walk. Mostly I felt confused and apprehensive. The woman belonged to a different generation. She looked at life in ways that I didn't understand. We possessed little in common and nothing that would tempt one into the other's bed. Social conventions had long ago dumped the need for emotional involvement as a prelude to sex. It wasn't that I needed to love her or feel a deep-seated attachment, but something, anything beyond uncertainty, would have felt nice. Then again, I didn't know if it mattered anymore. The world looked to be riding a train straight into a tunnel marked death to all ye who enter here. I didn't need to check my ticket either. I was pretty damn sure I had a front-row seat reserved on the express route. The little room that I'd taken as my bedroom stretched maybe ten feet by twelve. Everything, including the walls, floor, and ceiling, had been nailed together with heavy wooden boards most likely cut from the island's own pines and oaks. The place breathed history, from the rough-hewn planks against my back to the thick timbers running overhead. I lay in the dim light for a while, mind drifting, listening to gulls cry outside, and breathing in the rich, Christmassy taste of pine rising up from the floorboards. I woke again some time later with the heat of the day pushing through the shutters and Denise snuggled up close. One long, bare leg looped across my midsection. I rose then, painfully, with every muscle crying out in protest, pushing myself upright in a body that felt battered and too broken to ever function normally again. Rising hurt. Dressing, however, approached true agony. The worst part came trying to pull a clean shirt over my head. The simple act of raising my arms sent agonizing waves searing down my left side. When I finally finished, when the avalanche of aches and pains subsided, I stood looking at the door, at the heavy iron handle and hinges, strong enough to swing a castle gate. The sense of time and place struck hard. I tried to imagine walking out to join a crew of rough-and-tumble men gearing up for another day of saving lives in a boat they had to row. I didn't venture far along that line of thought, though. Denise stirred at my feet and then rolled over. A pale breast slid out from underneath the covers. I grimaced.
I didn't expect many of the lifesavers had slipped lovers into the building for an overnight tryst. The noises echoing through the old station told me I'd missed breakfast. The voices scattered inside and out talked about weather, about what should be done next, about everything but food. Somewhere a hammer knocked on wood. The front door banged to the accompaniment of fading footsteps. Upstairs, a broom whisked across the floor in a long and rhythmic swish. I didn't care about the food. My list of needs and wants only contained three entries. I needed coffee. I wanted a cool porch to sit on while I sipped it. The third item demanded the attention of the group. They had yet to see the things I'd seen, and one of them lay nearly decapitated a few miles south.